Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this deep sales and LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn sales navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn sales navigator and get a 60 day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60 day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. Now, one thing that I will point out is September, and we talked about this last year, is historically not an awesome month to be an investor. You typically have to wait and be very patient for any sort of a rally to come because it normally comes around October. A lot of people sell and reallocate for the year in September. We have that that timing historically coupled with the current interest rate environment that's going on with bond yields continuing to rise. going on guys it's uh, gonna be a solo episode today it is your co-host but your host for the day ryan breedwell uh, welcome to money moves where we go over all things uh, stocks real estate investing and personal finance before we jump in if you are new to the show and it's your first time here make sure you hit that subscribe button that's the best way that we can share the show and get it out to everybody so hit that subscribe button if you would and if you can, after the show, take 60 seconds to leave us a review, five-star review on iTunes or whatever streaming platform that you are uh, listening on. That would be very helpful. If you would like me and my team to go through any investment portfolios that you currently have or are thinking about setting up, feel free to text the word X-Ray to 844-447-1555. Uh, if you'd like to get on Matt's deals list, text the word DEALS, accredited investors, to 844 844- 447-1555. I uh, just wanted to give everybody an update on the Houston deal that did close out. And the green uh, coffee company and distillery, I believe, are still open and on the timeline. Matt will give us an update on those next week. He's wanted me to go ahead and pass that through. We are looking as far as... We do have another uh, couple text lines, events, but we don't have any coming up that I know of. But if you want to get on the list to have uh, a text, if we do have an event, text the word events, 844-447-1555 as well. And then if you're wanting Matt's uh, notes that he occasionally posts, you can text the word notes to 844-447-1555. And give myself a pat on the back because I normally don't do those intros. And I think I did quite okay this time. Hope everybody's doing well. Like I said, just a solo episode this week. 
Matt, I believe, is in Canada. I hope I didn't butcher that, but I believe he's in Canada doing some trip with some of his close friends. So we'll wish him well. Main stuff on the agenda today is going to be, we have a government, not debt ceiling this time, but a government shutdown looming. Um, the government is set to potentially close, or I'll, I'll use my air quotes here, close this come Saturday. I don't think we'll have a full government shutdown. That really just hasn't happened in quite a long time. And the last time it did happen, it only lasted for about, I think the timeline was somewhere around 25 days. 2018 was the last time we had like a government shutdown that I can remember where I was an advisor and in the market. And it was only about a quarter of the market ended up shutting down. And that the market had a little bit of a dip and we ended up recovering from that and having a nice rally through 2019. I think everybody that invested then uh, can remember. So that's really the main um, ideas uh, that are going on this week. The Republican Party is holding uh, tight and not wanting to approve uh, too many things. They're holding a couple uh, bills aloft. They have some stuff that they want to get passed. So that's what the talk is right now. I haven't had my nose in it too much. But I'm hoping that they can come to an agreement to push that forward because the market has uh, some increased volatility due to that. It was actually, I'm recording this uh, on Tuesday, uh, the 26th. And it was actually one of the worst days for the stock market. They had a pretty good pullback. Yesterday on Monday, the market was doing pretty decent. But we had a pretty good pullback day. And that's mainly due to some of the recession concerns that are being baked in. Now, one thing that I will point out is September, and we talked about this last year, is historically not an awesome month to be an investor. You typically have to wait and be very patient for any sort of a rally to come because it normally comes around October. A lot of people sell and reallocate for the year in September. We have that that timing historically coupled with the current interest rate environment that's going on with bond yields continuing to rise, as well as the earnings uh, season coming up and people anticipating and making their bets on who's going to hit their expectations and who's not. So I really think those are the areas that we... Those are the main things that are driving the, the market up and down right now. I still expect us to be in some sort of a consolidated pattern where we'll be pretty choppy, maybe an upward uh, trajectory, but sideways to upward. And we have a next meeting for the Fed is not till November. We have quite some time in between now and the next Fed meeting. And time will tell based on inflation data what will happen. The current consensus, I believe, is a pause. I'm going to actually pull that data right now. And it looks like, yeah, so there's about a 50, excuse me, yeah, 57% chance of a pause right now. And what has been happening, as we mentioned, uh, Matt and I last week and the week prior, is every single week that marches forward and almost every day, the percentage that a pause happens gets a smidge higher. And actually towards the tail end of the Fed futures funds, you can see that there is a higher and higher chance of a pet every month that we move forward. February still looks like one of the earliest times when it has some sort of semblance or chance to have a cut, May really looks like the latest that they would probably go. I, they could definitely go farther, but I don't see that. So those are a couple of things to keep in mind on the rate cuts. For the economic calendar this week, between now and Saturday, we uh, had Case Shiller Price Home Index come out today. 
it essentially just showed that month over month, home prices were up 1%. I believe last month, the report was flat. New home sales came out a little bit lower than expected. I believe there was 695,000 homes forecasted to be sold and only 675,000 were sold. And that's likely due to the interest rate environment. And then we saw another consecutive fall again in consumer confidence. That index was trading in about the 106 range and it's now trading around the 103, 102 range, which is also indicative of what's been going on. And that's where recession fears are getting higher and higher. Uh, Thursday is really when we have the the bulk of the reports for this week. We have jobless claims. Jobless claims are expected to go up and we do want that to happen. Bad news is good news with that report. Revised GDP and pending home sales. Like I said, Case-Shiller already uh, released uh, their home price uh, value. If home sales are going up, that's likely due to there being some inventory. So I would expect home sales to be down for pending home sales for August. Uh, probably 1% to 2%. Friday, we have a slew uh, of reports. Uh, the main ones that we have is the PCE core and headline. Uh, we have the year-over-year and the index rating. So that's something to keep in mind. We also have consumer sentiment for September, which I expect to either be right in line or drop a smidge. And I wouldn't be surprised if it drops a smidge. Another thing to note, I believe on Thursday after... At 4 p.m. Eastern time, so 1 p.m. Pacific, I believe. Uh, uh, yeah, Jerome Powell, I believe he speaks. Keep an eye out for that if you're looking to see that. I wouldn't expect, I would expect that to be a pretty volatile day in the market as well. That's pretty much the meat and potatoes as far as the uh, economic reports go. Politics, nothing exciting happening. I did hear some rumors that if the potential polling for Joe Biden continues to go the way that it does or is trending currently, we should expect to see a uh, maybe some sort of push towards uh, no, the name I'm hearing is Gavin Newsom and having Kamala Harris actually replace Diane Feinstein. So I saw actually a legitimate news source, I believe it was Newsweek, uh, released that. Don't quote me, I need to get that checked. But release that information. And that would be very interesting. And I think that would be farewell for the Democratic Party because I don't think Joe Biden is a very popular president. If the main concern, again, is his age. Uh, the number one thing when polled, people said that they were concerned that he may die while in office. And rightfully, he's one of the oldest presidents that we've ever had. So that's the only thing I have on the political front. Matt normally has a lot more stuff for y'all on the real estate side. We'll have to wait one more week to get that. Like I said, he's up on a, a trip. As far as the investing side, I would tell everybody, uh, my clients, potential future clients, and current investors, the hard thing to do in the environment that we're in right now is to stay the course, as I've said multiple times before. But I just want to remind you that's the secret sauce and what most people end up uh, jumping off too early or nagging out on. And that's why their financial plans don't end up working. You set up something for 20 years and you only do it for three and you keep repeating that over and over and over again. You're never going to be successful because anytime you go through some sort of adversity or down market, you just shift your plans. The goal is to stick to your plans during times of volatility when it's hard to invest because that's what prudent investors do. And a good quote from Mr. Warren Buffett, the Oracle, I'd like some call him, is timing the market, 
is a fool's errand while time in the market will make you a rich man. Another one, the stock market is simply an area for wealth to transfer from the impatient to the patient. So if those two things don't tell you the easy way to go about how you should be invested, you buy quality assets, like I've said, either whether it be real estate or investing, you hold quality assets. And that could be controversial for my real estate investors. So I won't tell you to hold stuff long term or not flip it. But in stocks, you buy and you hold a long term quality and you reinvest those shares or those dividends that are paid to you, long term capital gains, short term capital gains, and you put them back in the areas that they came. And then you reposition assets that are doing well into areas that are not doing so well or buy the dip. So it's really no much, it's no harder than that. But a lot of people tend to overtake the investing process because it becomes emotional, whether it be about a bad real estate deal or you had a bad investment. It's hard to see your money go south, especially when you're expecting it to do well. So I, I'll leave you all with, uh, it'll be a short show today, probably only about 15, 20 minutes. Um, but I'll leave you all with just don't be discouraged by high interest rates to not jump in on a deal that pencils out. If it pencils out at interest rates right now, I bet you'll be a happy camper here in the next year or two when you can refinance to a lower rate. If you're in an investment and you're taking losses, hopefully you can put money into that because it's the way that you can get the best growth and the highest rates of return long. If you have an investment account set up and you're in the red, make sure you're just getting uh, your dividends reinvested. For all my clients, you are. And don't stress. I know it's hard, but a lot of people made it through 2007 and are sitting here today with a lot more money, plus the other market cycles that have happened between now and then. And they would have told you going through that 08, 09 uh, landing and the rebound was not fun, but it was necessary to be where they are today. So uh, a couple words of encouragement there. Like I said, if you are looking for a review on your financial portfolio or you want to ask me some questions, text the word X-ray to 844. 844- 447-1555. If you're looking to get on Matt's deals list and you're an accredited investor, please text the word DEALS to 844-447-1555. If you just want to ask us a question, if you want to get an opinion on something, we'd love to hear from you. Text that in to 844-447-1555. Look forward to hearing from y'all. Look forward to talking to you next week. I'm sorry for the search. Excuse me, short, short show today. But we'll be back next week. Matt and I have some updates on this trip. And we'll have a full segment for you guys. Appreciate you. And look to see from you all next week. Cheers. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Money Moves. Be sure to tune in next week for more news and updates. And if you got some value from today's show, all we ask is that you take two minutes and leave a review in iTunes, where by doing so, you're going to get entered into win a $100 gift card. Also, Don't forget to take advantage of Ryan's free financial x-ray on your investment portfolio. And to do so, all you have to do is text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555. What we have found by offering this out is most people have no idea what they're being charged from a fee perspective, or really in most cases, overcharged, and whether or not their current investment and financial plan is actually aligned with what they're trying to accomplish. And this is something that Ryan and his amazing team do for all of our listeners for free. So be sure to take them up on that. Again, that's x-ray 
One word, 844-447-1555. Also, if you're an accredited investor and you're not on my deals list, be sure to text the word DEALS to 844-447-1555 to be notified of the private investment offerings my team and I put out. And last, don't forget to check out all the amazing products and resources that we offer to our Millionaire Mindcast family at MillionaireMindcast.com. Whether that's one-on-one coaching with me, mastermind events, calculators, the Rich Life Planner for those looking to take their goal setting and productivity to the next level. We've got all kinds of great and valuable tools available at MillionaireMindcast.com. With that being said, that's all for this week. Until next week's episode, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March 2 million and beyond. Cheers, my friends. Cheers.